Hello, and welcome to the Over Under Achievers. I'm one of your hosts, Knox McCoy. Joining me as always, he was just named head coach of St. John's. It's Jason Waterfalls. Congratulations! So usually you say things that are bad, and then you're saying, I just got named the head coach of St. John's, which would be a good thing. A good thing if it was you, Jason. Uh, it's a bad thing if it's uh, Rick Pitino, which so it is. So that's my point. So that's my point. Yeah. So you're saying I'm Rick Pitino. No, no. <laughs> I'm saying, I really, I just wanted to veer into, man, Rick Pitino is really leaning into looking like a vampire these days. Is he not? I don't think he has a choice, you know? And what if we have a vampire phase? We have to be ready for that. I'm not saying he doesn't have a choice. I'm not saying he does have a choice. I'm just saying it's a curious move to go like, I would like to have the skin of a sea monster that's been beached for a few days, but also I'm going to keep that hair jet, jet black. Real, like Coach K is looking at that and he's like, whoa, that's too black, my man. Like that is way too black for hair. Here's what I'll say. Since I obviously listen to all the podcast episodes and edit them, I, I know that I need a skincare routine. That's more mm-hmm. evident to me than ever. Okay. Then you look at Rick Pitino, other people like Rick Pitino, male, female, whatever they choose. And it's just like, Certain people definitely need skincare routines, you know? So sure. I think that that market for Jamie is just robust. I'm going to zag. I'm, a, I'm actually going to zag here and uh, say I think um, I think big skincare has just really gotten us. And I feel like maybe we don't need all the skincare, you know? Um, I'm just like, what if I just get sleep and eat vegetables? Is that good skincare? Probably. It's a little, yeah, it's that's not, also it's good nice. skincare. I'm just saying that, you know, it doesn't have to be a big routine, but maybe yeah. a routine. It may only be just one anything. product. It, yeah, it may just be lotion. It may just be SPF. But I do, I do appreciate how big skincare is like tapped into everybody's feeling of like, if I'm not doing 15 steps, um, I'm not really doing anything, am I? When I'm like, you know what, man, if you just did like 50 pushups a day, that would be progress. But I'm like, no, I have to do six sets. Some of them supersets, uh, also deadlifts. Hashtag real talk. Yeah. Any activity would be good for me right now. Just, I mean, any movement. You know what I mean? You think about how much your brain's moving, though, when you're chopping up those podcast episodes. Your <laughs> brain is flying around. You're like Prefontaine up there, you know? So <laughs> My brain does burn just... a lot of calories for me, but I'm starting to think as I as I near 40 this year that it's not enough. That's a future problem for Jason to figure out, you know? Let's, when, uh, let's, uh, all, all solutions here, no problems. When I'm know? laying on the couch watching a movie and my Apple Watch tells me that my uh, heart beats per minute is a 120, probably not, probably not great. That's not good, my man. Like, <laughs> I don't want to turn this to WebMDB podcast, but I, and I, I didn't go to med school. Let me just preface that, but I don't think that's great. You it's know? not all the time, you know, but uh, yeah, we're looking into that. It, it's it's time to get active. Let's just say that. Okay. This, okay, this makes a lot of sense because in the Slack, uh, in the company Slack, uh, in a thread, uh, <laughs> within a thread where you and Evan didn't realize that I was watching, oh, I, I did. Astray. Oh, I did. <laughs> I got astray from from you, sir, where you allege that my Peloton activity is more hypothetical than uh, actual. And how dare you be correct about that? How I will dare leave you? that ale- allegation where it is. Listen, uh, before we move on from Rick Pitino, I just want to remind everybody that um, uh, if you go to his scandals page, it's more than one, um, which you just shouldn't have more than zero, uh, ideally. But he has at least three. Um, and one of them involves having sex with a woman. Uh, in an olive garden Allegedly. that they both describe as nope that's actually they testified that it did happen <laughs> she whispered in his ear unzipped his pants and he said something quickly happened and regrets were had and uh unlimited breadsticks <laughs> unlimited well i think it was very limited breadsticks that's the problem <laughs> um okay well uh another episode jason what's good man how how we doing how's your bracket etc cetera, etc cetera. 
Uh, Bracket uh, took a hit because of the Purdue loss. That is for certain. I had them winning it all, and (laughs) (laughs) that's not great. Um, That being said, I think I'm in the top 26, meaning I'm 26, and I definitely know that because I checked. Uh, So that's good. To be in the yeah. top 26, isn't that good? It's great. It is great because you could be in the you, – you, I mean, you could be below 30. You know, so tw- top 26 is really Yikes. great. Awkward. I'm 27. So – Oh, wow. Having a very specific number that you're top X, you know, like to yeah. f- make the stats fit the narrative, and then you're mm-hmm. outside mm-hmm. of that, not a good look. Not it's a, a real tough look. look. By your own metric, like you're basically your bracket is trash. But I do think if if uh, this and we need, maybe we need to work this into next year's bracket. If the team you pick to win it all loses in the first round, I think your bracket has to like go up in flames. Like you don't you don't count anymore. You can't qualify to win anything or be in the top twenty six. Oh, uh, even worse, I'm behind Andre. Dang it. Where's Andre at? 20th. Tied for 20th, and I'm tied for 27th. Okay. Okay. Well, maybe you guys can make a late run. I don't know how you're going to do that, given that the team who's supposed to win is already out. But who knows? Not great, Bob. Not great. I did feel very validated. I was sitting, uh, or standing at a lacrosse game and I hadn't, you know, turned in my bracket. Um, didn't, didn't just disavow this year because I I knew I didn't know anything. And I was watching everyone fold when Virginia lost and they were just like, you know, really like grieving about it. And I was like, man. That would have been me, you know, I would have totally like picked Virginia and I felt there's a freedom I felt and I, I wasn't trying to like, you know, brag about it, but I just, there was a lightness to me, I guess, at that lacrosse game, you know, match. I don't, I, volleyball and lacrosse, I don't know if they're games or matches or sets or it's a pitch. Just, they play on the know. pitch. That's kind of soft. I feel like Ted Lasso here now, you know, and I'm just like, just not knowing verbiage or do I, am I trying to be cute by not knowing? Verbiage? You all didn't Probably. like Ted Lasso so far this season. I have. You've, you've watched season three, episode one and you're and like. Two. This is great. This is really good. No, stuff. it's Ted Lasso. It doesn't have to be great. It feels good. Okay, you're you're 100 right. Is it Ted Lasso? And I've just I've become a darker, more cynical person. Or is it like too much Ted Lasso? It's not. It's just it's we haven't had it in a while, and it's just Ted Lasso. Like it's Succession. It's just Ted Lasso has filled this place because of when it came out and everything going on in our hearts and minds. That I, I don't. I don't expect it to be premiere TV. Yeah, I, I and I can't tell. Uh, I feel like I'm being hypocritical about it because I I just think you sound confused. I don't think you're being hypocritical. I'm confused. I'm very yet. confused. You're you're exactly right. And, and I was just about to say maybe I wish they'd spend more time with other people besides Ted. But last season when they did the Coach Beard episode, I was like, I don't ever want that again. Don't ever do that again. So I, I can't talk out of both sides of my mouth. I just maybe less on the folksy. Jason Sudeikis is like a like a Flanders guy and more, I don't know anything else. You're going to like, really you're going to like episode two. Let's go ahead. You mentioned succession and let's go ahead and dive in because it is coming back. I don't know if you've seen the reports on the early, early like reviews of the season. And they're like master stroke. This is incredible. This will change humanity as we know it. I want to do, can we do, this isn't like a snake draft because it's only two people. So I guess we could just call it a conversation, but we can also like <laughs> call it a snake draft too, a snake draft conversation about like who, if we, when we look back at the end of the season and we say who won this season of succession, um, I feel like we're both very honorable people. And I feel like we can, we can agree on like this person probably like last season, Tom won the season, I would say. So let's do a snake draft. And then at the end, we'll reevaluate, uh, reevaluate who won and maybe do like a half stake bet, like a half, like a 0.5 stake bet. So we're snake drafting who's going to win the upcoming season. Yeah, who's going to be the like the the overall winner, not of the series, of season four. And I will give you first pick in this draft. It's Roman. Oh, interesting. That's an interesting choice for a guy who, uh, I mean, 
honestly, when I think of Roman, the first thing I think of is him. Um, I'm not going to say ejaculating oh. on a window. I'm going to say body fluiding on a window. Is that that feels better? So credit to me for cleaning that up. Something like that. Um, <laughs> no, I think of him cowering. First of all, the scene where he just shuts off the phone when <laughs> <laughs> there's a bombing, when the rocket explodes, when the like rocket explodes, not a bomb. And yeah, just, yeah. Sorry, not a bombing, not a bombing. It's a just very darker read on Succession for uh, when the bombing. rocket just explodes. And he just shuts off the phone. <laughs> I, like I relate to that so much. Of, that like, acting in that scene right was, yeah, was amazing. And then when he just cowers when he sends the um, suggestive situations yeah. to his father. Yes, the the penis photograph. I don't want to call it a dick pic because that feels so coarse. I want to call it a penis photograph. That feels a little bit more prestige you know? Uh, and this is weird because uh, I'm going to ask a question or the answer to. Did you watch episode one of Swarm? No, definitely not. Okay. Thank you for that opportunity. Yeah, I wanted to pass the ball a little bit. I haven't even watched The Last of Us yet. Okay, well, Swarm is... the. Uh, it's the last of us with like no heart, no hope, you know, at least season <laughs> episode one is, but, um, in episode one, there is a, um, uh, sexual encounter that is alluded to not shown. Um, but post-sexual encounter, I believe the main characters offered, um, some kind of snack in a bowl. And the, the person she had the sexual encounter with is, I think it's Kieran Culkin. It's, it's Roman's real life brother. The other Colkin. I don't know what his name is. I don't know what any of their names is besides Macaulay, <laughs> to be honest with you. I just know him. Okay. Kieran Culkin is Roman. Shoot. Okay. This is going to be a real pickle to figure out now. And Macaulay so Culkin is his brother. Now, who's the other? There's a younger Culkin. There's another other Culkin? This is like the Bosa brothers for me. I only know Joey. I think both are Joey. But I'm I, told there's... I, I know Nick and Joey. And I she, don't, it's and Nick. I don't, I don't know which one's which. I never remember that there's a Nick and it's such an easy name. I should know that. Like, it's not that it's not like Alistair Bosa, although that would be a fun third Bosa brother, but it's the other Culkin. It's the, the younger one with better hair. Um, did you know that there's seven siblings to Macaulay? I didn't. I, I thought there were only three, to be honest with you. That's really shocking. And a couple of them have passed away. Okay. Let's head in a different direction. Well, okay. Okay. So, uh, to clean that up, Rory Culkin, allegedly the, the name of this Colgan brother in swarm. He has a sexual encounter. The next morning he offers the main character uh, a snack out of a, out of a Pyrex bowl, like a glass bowl, clean bowl, right? Clear. You can see through it. And his, um, his, his penis is smashed up against it. So that's like, it's like really close in on the bowl and the smashed penis within like the, the boundary of the, it's very strange. Hey, it is. And it, it means nothing to the plot. Hey, it absolutely means nothing. To the plot. Just between you and I, I'll definitely mm. edit this out. A lot of penis talk no. from you today. It's not, but it's not me. I'm just playing it as it lies. You know, I'm just playing it as it lies. The and penis. It, no, the fairway today has a lot of penises. So, <laughs> you know, I don't know what to tell you. I'm sorry, but I'm just trying to get there, get out of this. Penis Rory trap, is, you know, <laughs> Rory is the youngest. Hey, everybody, a quick break to talk about not a sponsor or a fake ad, but an actual thing we're also doing in addition to the over underachievers. And it's called the Yes And newsletter at KnoxMcCoy.com. That's my name, and it's just a website. So you can put that together and go check it out. The Yes And newsletter is a joint venture between Jason, 
myself and my wife Ashley, wherein we send out an email every week with recommendations on things to buy, things to watch, things to read, things to eat, things to listen to, things to wear, and so much more every week. It also includes a mini essay written by yours truly, where I talk about random things with a combined force of passion and acute specificity. But if reading or recommendations aren't your thing, that's okay. Maybe you're more of a listening type. Well, we actually publish a podcast version of those mini essays that you can subscribe to. And it's also where Jason and I do our soon-to-be-more-regular advice episodes. But that's not all. Beginning this month, I've also started publishing my magnum opus, The Mummy, Freakin' 4, on the newsletter podcast feed. It's free to listen to. It's free to download. And future episodes are all going to be free to listen to and download. And they're in the can and ready to go. So again, that's the Yes And newsletter and podcast every Tuesday at KnoxMcCoy.com where you can read to listen to essays. You can see the best recommendations that Jason, Ashley, and myself have to offer. And it's the only place in the literal Earth, universe, galaxy, where you can listen to a weird audio action comedy drama set in the universe of the Mummy movies. Again, KnoxMcCoy.com, Yes And Newsletter. And now, back to the show. Um, To be honest with you, no, oh, okay, we're doing a succession snake draft, right? That's what we're doing. Okay, Roman. So <laughs> Got Roman. lost in the sauce. <laughs> I'm not going to say penis sauce. Uh, just so credit <laughs> to me again for that. Okay. So who's going to win the season? This is, I feel like Tom is probably maybe like a Trevor Lawrence kind of pick where you're like, it's obviously him, but you're not convinced it's him for this. He season. won last season. That's what I mean. Like he's obviously, is he too high? Is, is the real estate too prime? I'm going to go, man, I'm going to, it can't be Kendall because he can't just keep like almost winning and then finally win. Um, I'm going to say, I'm going to actually say Connor, be just, be, just because I think his points per minute, every single episode is out of control. Listen, He's throwing up threes from half court and, and just swishing every time. I don't want this to start a thing. Okay. But you just got played. I'm taking Tom. You just got absolutely played. It can't be I Tom. want you. To, it can't be Tom. I want you to know that this is competition. And right now I have Roman and Tom. Okay, you know what? You know what? I thought and we you were having have, good content. And you have I thought we were Connor. here to make good content because honestly, I would have picked Logan. I was like, obviously, it's Logan because he's going to be like f off at the very nope. end, and that's how they're going to sign off. You th- so you think this ends with him like losing, or you think this ends with him becoming a monster and just like completely murdering all of his kids? Real, real talk. Hashtag real talk mm-hmm. again. Mm-hmm. I think everybody loses somehow. I think that's what they're going to do is just absolutely destroy this family. The writer. But isn't the point of the show like wealthy people don't lose like ever? You know? Yeah, they'll probably all go away rich, but then not be in the spotlight or something. Yeah. They're going to sell off to who, whoever else. Yeah. Well, you know what? Double joke on you. Because this is a conversation snake draft, and I actually had a back-to-back. So I'm going to go Connor and Tom. Boom. You revealed your hand. That's how we do it in the conversation snake draft. Tricks on you. I'm also taking Greg. Okay. Okay. Are are we... um, are we worried that Greg is like uh, West, uh, Russell Rus- Westbrook on the Lakers right now? Like, man, he had some really great seasons at OKC, but I don't know that he's got it anymore. Even more ironic, he's the same Russell Westbrook Lakers on the Clippers. Man, how many people listening do you think watch like NBA basketball and like really like watch NBA basketball? <laughs> I don't even know that I do anymore. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. I don't know. Russ, is Russ, Russ is doing well? The- I hope he's doing well. Not really. <laughs> Not really. They are trying to figure out a rotation for him. Okay. I, no, I don't think so. I don't think so. I think, but you just love watching him play. And I just, you can't make an omelet if you don't break a couple Greg's, you know? <laughs> I I do think we probably end the series and Greg takes over. And that's the joke of the series is like the most incompetent hanger on eventually rises to the level of their 
uh, and competence. And I feel like it's Greg. It's Greg running Waystar Royco. I can I can I throw into Skarsgård? Can I can I get like a value pick on Skarsgård? Because I feel like that guy just he's also one of those who he takes weird roles, but I really like him in his weird roles. Absolutely, and I want him to be like seventeen percent weirder this season. Okay, if I gave you Alexander Skarsgård, um, uh, over under. 0.5 nude scenes in this season of television. Would you take the over or the under? I'd take the over and I'm hoping for it. Now, uh, I would, again, we are fitting a, no, look, we, we are not titling this episode what you would like to title this. Okay. All he does is do nude scenes. And I just like, I, there's no reason for it, but I feel like there's going to be one. There's just going to be one where he's completely letting it hang in front of Roman and just like, what's, what's, what's the energy here, guys? Like, what's going on? What are we doing? So I've got Greg. Roman and Tom, and you get the field. Okay, fair. That's fair. That's fair. Because I've got I've got uh, Logan, Connor, and nude Alexander Skarsgård. <laughs> Would you agree that if we do get a nude Alexander Skarsgård, I automatically win? It just stops there. Like I actually win the season. I, I think so. I, I, I mean, that's fair. I don't know that this show has done a lot of nudity, so having a non-primary character do that would be interesting to say the least. That's where that's that's where they get you. Comes out of nowhere. It's out of nowhere, man. Why does um, why did why did they like nerf? It's a it's a phrase the kids use these days. Why did they mm-hmm. nerf Shiv? Like she was so awesome in the first couple seasons, and then like Tom just played her. I, maybe it's a Shiv situation because she's got to get back at Tom now. You know, I part of me wonders if the whole Shiv character is predicated on um, the uh, the BS peddler. You know, someone who's never really done anything, but they know how to pedal uh, the BS and the verbiage of things. But I would like a narrative where she's um, actually doing something, you know, and, and factoring into the end game. So yes, please, I, please. Man, I can't wait. I honestly, I cannot wait for this show. Like, it's going to be my Super Bowl. And it's going to be more chill because, like, Last of Us was so stressful. But this is just, like, just people. It's kind of like uh, elevated prestige veep where it's just people are getting dumped that's, on. That's what it is. But that's the same That's the same category as Ted Lasso, veep, this. I've I've never watched a bad episode because it is so in its own bucket yeah. Of what it is that I, I don't grade it too high or too low. It, it just fills such a perfect spot. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're, you're not wrong. Um, speaking of filling, uh, blank spots, I'm not going to, I'm not going to do the bad thing. I'm going to do the good thing. Um, can we talk? Is this, is it too much? And, and feel free to like be like, no, not now, not yet to talk about artificial intelligence because I, I have no, um, if that's the good no, thing, I don't know what the bad thing is, but was it the, Power Rangers trailer? No, no. Oh, we can get to the Power Rangers trailer. You want to do that right now? I'll do that right now. I thought that was the right bad now. thing that and you were thinking for of. The Green uh, Ranger, because uh, obviously he's no longer with us, RIP, but he's not even, there's not even like a ghost scene where he, uh, you know, ascends to heaven. You missed or like it. we're doing this in his honor. You missed you know? it. There's, Did a I? Green, there's a Green Ranger. There is a, there's a shot in the trailer where they're all running at the camera and they're pretty small. And it's not yeah. just the four of them that you see in the main part of the rest of the trailer. There's another one, but like they don't even There's like six of them. To, like we're passing on the mantle of the Green Ranger. Like I, I just, I mean, did you watch this and be like, oh, that's cool, or were you like, I'm sad, I'm really sad about this because these people look very middle aged, post middle age, and there's been a lot of Botox. No shade, your body, your choice. Um, but it's just it, this is not the crew. If, if we're living in a world where the Avengers don't exist. This is not the group I want defending Earth, is what I'm saying. You know, <laughs> I like to live in a world where the Power Rangers and the Avengers exist. 
I, th- I mean, like, let's do a collab, you guys. Let's work together. You know, I feel like Hot Guy could be like the the in between and be like, here's here's what's up, here's what we're doing. Um, I also, you see my screen? I, 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 I do see. Oh yeah, right. That is a Green Ranger um, with with the gold shoulder pads. Is that Green Ranger played by Manute Bowl? Because that guy is towering over the rest <laughs> of them. I don't know if it's a vantage point issue or like perspective, but um, that person, and I don't know if it's a guy. That's my bad. It could be could be anybody. Um, what if it's Diana Taurasi? Would you watch this movie if you found out the Green Ranger is played by Diana Taurasi? I Heck would. yeah. 100%. Listen. 100%. For, for the Power Rangers fans, this, that, and the mm-hmm. other, uh, this is fine. This is great. It's 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 a series on Netflix, so we, we know how that's going to kind of go but i'll tell you what who is this for it's it's the great question it is the great fundamental question that we should be attacking everything with i i don't know honestly i it's not even ironic because if, if this was sharknado mighty Morphin power rangers which god that's an idea tm that like the sharknado 12 and the mighty Morphin power rangers are here to save the day that's interesting but this is very earnest this is very like we have to honor the people um, who, you know, grew up loving this and, but I don't understand how they're doing that. I do want to just say shouts to Rita Repulsa because she's going all out in this. She is vocally going all out in this trailer. Really? Oh, much. absolutely. Everybody is. Um, Everybody's going all out. Everybody's giving everything they have. You can also see there's six of them here. Like I was alluding yep, to, you're right with the explosion for the audio. Them. Jason is really like putting on a PowerPoint here of showing me like, <laughs> and that's my fault. That is, my, that is a huge error and don't edit that out. Jason, keep that in. People need to know. That's a big error on my part. Do we, I mean, you know, I think I mentioned this in a podcast episode. Do we still feel okay with the African-American guy being the black ranger? Like we couldn't have changed that at any point, you know, his choice. His choice. <laughs> I did see he's, uh, he's showing up here in Chattanooga at a local, like Comic-Con. Like it's not a Comic-Con. It's like, you know, lowercase level. Chattacon. Comic-Con. It's, I don't even think it's called that. I think that's taken. This is like, maybe we'll see a con, you know, maybe we'll see if this pops off a con. Um, I, I just, I don't know. I don't know. Now, I, now here's I, what made me think this. about this, this power Rangers. Yeah, you're going to watch it. We'll see. Uh, <laughs> Netflix, put it on the background. We're going to have to see, you're going to watch it because we have to know if this is absolutely garbage or if it's tongue in cheek or if it's as serious as they're making it. Right. Like we just have to know. But yeah. that being said, the reason I brought this up as your your yin and your yang when you brought up AI mm-hmm. is did was this movie made completely by AI? Ooh, that's interesting. That's that's different now. If that's this is an achievement if that's the case. But I do think see I think where you can see the flaws AI makes this they're not doing the mighty morphin no g because it's m o r p h i n and they just refuse. They don't even put like the little But apostrophe. AI can go back and know what it that there was no g. I, but I feel like AI would be like, hey, th- you want to live in a better world and better future? Let's put a G on here. There's no reason for there not to be a G on morphing, you know? I think AI started making this movie, realized that maybe some people had passed away that were once mm. part of the Power Rangers. And then that's mm. why we don't see all of the different colors of Rangers throughout the whole thing. AI is having to cope with the idea of additional information that it's it's finding out in its in its rewrites and its re-edits. Can I um, – I uh, – yesterday – so I, basically, I, before we do this, I, would, I just want to get permission to talk about AI because um, I could go like for AI. AI is the thing where it's like my safe word is keep going. Like I just I have no boundaries <laughs> with it. I can talk about it forever. I don't like that at it. all for the record. <laughs> but it's just what it is because yesterday we had some workers at the house. So I'm, I'm killing time, but I'm also like trying to be productive. So I put in a prompt. I'm on ChatGPT. I've got the Microsoft Bing AI. I've got the whole thing. Um, and I put in. 
uh, write a script scene for progressive commercial starring flow, but it's set in the apocalypse. Um, and so, uh, can I, can I read you what it wrote really quick? Yes, please. Yes, please. Okay. Uh, title flow in the apocalypse fade in. We see Flo, the iconic spokesperson for progressive insurance, walking through a desolate wasteland. The sun sets behind her, casting an orange glow across the sky. She looks around, taking in the destruction that surrounds her. She turns to the camera and begins to speak in her usual upbeat tone. Hi, I'm Flo. Welcome to the apocalypse. She pauses. Now, you might be wondering, Flo, what are you doing here? Where's Jamie? She shrugs. Well, Jamie didn't make it. But that's okay, because I'm here to help you survive. As she speaks, we see her picking up various objects and putting them in a bag. She grabs a can of beans, a first aid kit, and a roll of duct tape. Flo, holding up the duct tape. You know, duct tape is really versatile. You can use it to fix just about anything. She smiles. It's like the Swiss Army knife for the apocalypse. Suddenly, we hear a loud growl. Flo whips around, pulling out a weapon that was hidden in her bag. It's a plunger with a blade attached to it. End scene. Okay? It spit this out in 15 seconds. And, like, I would spend 90 years working on a masterpiece like that. It's, it scared me. Jason, it scared me really bad. There are three other options and versions of this that I asked it to make, and it did. Maybe we'll publish it or something, but um, it's really it's really freaky. Do you want to know what the freaky part actually is? What? Besides that I get to do more F1, the more I let you do this, so positive gaslighting, credit to oh me. Oh my gosh, I completely forgot about that. What an <laughs> error. What a tactical error. The amount of time and the sheer you doing a reading during your time mm-hmm. on AI has just unlocked potential in my mind for what i can talk about about f1 i'm gonna save that time up and then maybe just have an entire f1 episode god you're gonna do like a whole summer of f1 (laughs) then just bank it all the only person on the planet that i think is capable is writing of writing something as weird and strange and very specific as an ai bot just did is you that's the weird thing i take that as a compliment i appreciate that i wish they'd bring me in you know like, let's teach this thing to write weird stuff. It's a little too nice and clean. It needs some grit, some weird grit to it, you know? I love it. Okay. Uh, you know, I, I did want to tell you this. I did ask it. I was like, hey, um, Bing, I used Bing on this one. Um, which famous person is most likely to be the Antichrist? And uh, the answer I got was not anybody specific. I got lectured. I was like, it was like, how dare you ask me a question like this? This is so hurtful. Why aren't you made more of empathy? And why are you trying to stir up drama and trouble for these people who are just trying to live? I was like, whoa, I feel really rebuked right now. It and really like, got after me. And then it put in parentheses, Taylor Swift. And I look back <laughs> and all the sentences started with uh, letters that spelled out her name. I was like, oh my gosh, AI. If it starts good. doing that, man, that will be scary. And then I was like, please enjoy the trailer of this movie I made, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. And that's how I saw it. That's actually how I got back to it. <laughs> Um, can we talk overreactions or underreactions to the BlackBerry trailer that um, just dropped a couple of days ago? We got Mario coming out, which I just think it might be the best movie of all time. I agree. And then on top of that, we've got a Tetris trailer. Tetris movie come into Apple TV Plus starring my man, Taron Edgerton. But then now we have a BlackBerry trailer that includes Jay Baruchel in maybe wigs, maybe not wigs. It's definitely a wig, and it's the worst wig I've ever seen in my life. Which honestly. one? The it first is. one or the second one? The blonde one. The blonde one's the worst I've ever seen. Well, the first one's like gray and gritty, and the next one's like sweeping silver fox hair. I got to tell you. Can tell you. what the people think about Canada? Because they gave him like the real trash haircut when he's like real Canadian, but then when he gets Americanized, he gets like the Cobra Kai haircut. And then Glenn Howerton is also in this Blackberry trailer, um, mm-hmm. which, spoiler alert, means he's in the movie. And... <laughs> 
I've been knowing about Glenn doing a movie in Canada in which he shaved just the top of his head on purpose sure. to play a certain role. Yeah. And now we see it. I kind of want him to bring that to Sonny because I listen to wow. the Sonny podcast, not yeah. shouting other podcasts, but there are others, turns out. Yeah. And that's one of them I listen to. But no, you know. You don't have to go listen to it. I'll I'll just recap it here for you. Um, but I kind of like this BlackBerry trailer because because they said CrackBerry in the trailer, and it really okay. there really was a time when the people that wore khakis and button ups to work every day, they 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 were very very obsessed with their Blackberries. I don't know how specific you want to get. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay, Palm Pilot guy. Let's get specific. Let's talk about specifics. No, no, I'm talking about Future Man, not you. I'm talking about you and your innovation of the Palm Pilot. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is a digital device with a pen. And like, I could, but I was like, I don't have appointments though. What do I need this for? You were, you had more stuff going on than I did. You know, I was just like wide open space, no productivity. But like, look, the, the uh, part of me wonders, did we, did we do too much when we invented, when we, I'm saying we, like we did it. Did we do too much when Steve Jobs invented the iPhone? And like, was the peak of communication supposed to be Blackberries? Because it does kind of limit what you can do in a, in a helpful way. And I, I just wish that maybe that maybe we were all limited and sequestered to just using the BlackBerry instead of having iPhones and AI at this point, you know. But the trio was incredible. And do you know why I got the trio? Why? Do you want, do you want to know why? Please. Because I saved up a bunch of money and I had an Apple message pad 120. Okay. No, and, he's holding it up. I'm seeing it. This is evidence. And do you wow. know what it is based on? Newton technology. And guess what it had? <laughs> it's the pen, man. That you giant... didn't see that pen coming, did you? I that's the that pen you're 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 holding up, that's the same size bat I used in high school baseball. <laughs> that is I <laughs> think it's a it's a three is. drop. It's a 35, 32. Really get the bat head route on that one. Oh my <sighs> this thing was incredible. Did you did it come with a dolly to like carry it around or do you, did you like no, but have the back to of the back flap? Listen, this is how they did stuff back in the day. The back of the flap had <laughs> instructions for what every button was because they knew people would be freaked out. That's almost title of your sex tape territory right there. Message pad one twenty. That look, look it up. I just uh, I like this trailer. I like the Glenn Howerton. I like that we're talking about. It's always sunny. I don't know that a lot of people listen. Or, or a lot of people who listen to us watch that, but I wish they would. And the it's always sunny podcast is really great. I listened to the Rob McElhaney Charlie Day one. Where they kind of fought about creativity. It was really, really interesting because it was like healthy, good, critical conversation. Um, but it was really interesting. But um, it, this just looks cheap. And I'm worried this is going to take place in like three rooms. And we're just going to do a lot of costume changes. You know? I'm okay with that. It looks Canadian. And I mean that in a good way. If, if, Tet- it, it, if it, Tetris it, looks Russian, yeah. this looks Canadian. The, the, if you watch Tetris and Blackberry kind of back to back, Tetris looks like it's got a $70 million budget and this looks like it was kickstarted and it barely made it, you know, and we're talking six digits, not seven, but I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful for both of them, but I got to tell you, I'm going to start bringing up more and more. I'm so freaking hopeful for that Mario movie. Sonic had no pressure on it and then was incredible. Yeah. This movie has a lot of pressure on it and I think there's a really good chance because I actually... Illumination is so underrated. We can do that a whole different bit, a whole different another time. But I think this movie is might be the best movie of all time. I, look, first of all, credit to you. You almost got dad voice on talking about Illumination. So just save that energy, <laughs> save that power. Um, I think you're right. I think you're correct. I 
you know, Sonic didn't bear the burden of uh, Chris Pratt saying, I've been working on this voice for six years. And it's just like, it's a me, a Mario. Like, that's the voice. So that creates an expectation level. But I'm with you. I'm all in. Chip's all in on the table right now. For all in. Movie. Um, okay, let's. Well, I just want to ask you. Did you wake up this morning thinking, I do need more Jay Baruchel in my life? I would like to get more Jay Baruchel. No, but I'm not opposed to it. I'm really not opposed to it. I like him. He's fun. He's himself. He's he's simple. And I don't mean that in a pejorative. Did I say that right? I yeah, mean that in did. a good way. He just he, He's never more than himself. And I, and I really like that. Yeah, yeah. It's like not everybody in the Seth Rogen, Jonah Hill, Jason Siegel can be those guys. Right. So he's a good, not even Scottie Pippen, like a BJ Armstrong. He's a good BJ yes, Armstrong. Yes, exactly. Um, okay, you. let's wrap up here. Um, and we'll talk about Survivor. Uh, I guess this week's episode, you told me you'd caught up. Um, we're not going to spoil really anything major. And honestly, I didn't find this to be an episode that was like, ooh, huge spoilers here. This felt like a very uneventful moving some pieces around for bigger episodes and more drama down the road. That's really interesting that you say, because two things I want to catch up on that you mentioned from last week. Uh, we don't have to get all confused, but you mentioned there's a clear front runner now for you. Mm-hmm. And then you just said that this was not, that there wasn't that much going on in this episode. They took people, one from each team, and then made them switch teams. That's pretty yeah, big. It, yes, but but I do think we didn't get the fallout of that movement. We because only got, they had... Because they had idols each. Yeah. And it was like, um, it was set up at the beginning. Josh is going to be a main character in this episode. And then, you know, obviously tribal council revolves around Josh. So I, I didn't, there wasn't like the huge mystery. I was confused on why with the tribe swaps, people didn't assume it came with an immunity idol. That felt a little weird to me. Yeah. But well, know, they, they did, they did assume because they checked her bag. Uh, they checked Jamie's true. bag and then they said, and then, um, what's his name? that's like a copy of the guy from last year was like uh it's on our person then danny dan you're talking about danny no um, danny Dan- checked the bag what's the other guy's name in that trial oh um it's not oh it's matt matt right with with, with a girlfriend on, on matt Islands who now. Uh, look i love i love them matt couldn't be playing a worse game no uh, i know everything he says is wrong literally yep. everything that comes out of his mouth <laughs> she's gonna have to break up with him on the island because of how bad of a game he's playing it's a really, and I feel bad. She's going to be like, we'll get back together when we get off this island. Look, you know, he went through the worst breakup because he can't stop talking about this breakup. And if I'm his ex watching, I'm like, ah, my note, bro, would just be like, say less about this. You don't have to talk <laughs> about it. But um, I, I want to talk. Who's your front runner right now? Like well, after yours watching is these Danny. episodes. No, it's well, Danny. For me, Danny has big um, Paul Walker vibes in Varsity Blues or Jason Street and Friday Night Lights of like so good. And so on top of it that they can't last for this to be a dramatic season. He feels like Cody to me. Like he's going to snap at some point. He's going to yes. have he's going to have his caffeine infusion. And then he's going to run around like a gorilla like he was doing in front of everybody and not just behind yes. behind <laughs> a, a tree line. That you're, you're exactly right. Danny doing flips. Danny like reinventing how to like um, uh, confuse tribal immunity or uh, immunity idol stuff. I feel like he's just playing too hot, too fast, too furious for me. I, well, who's yours? I, I've got a very specific person. So for me, my front runner right now is Brandon. If it's not oh, interesting. Danny, okay. It's Brandon. Okay. I, I like Brandon and he did factor in some early drama. I worry he's not getting in a FaceTime. I was leaning towards Matthew guy with the arm in his cast or he's going home. strap the, the previews for next week's episode did not look great. I'll be honest with you. But he does seem if he if he's not hurt, 
all he had to not do was climb that thing like what a dingus I, but I get it. I get it. Like you're there and you've got all like you got, it's like a dog with the zoomies and you got to do all the things. I I'm, I'm kind of like, I'm saying that because I feel bad for him with him. Yes. It's yeah. not like he, well, I was going to say, it's not like he jumped off a cliff, but climbing a slippery rock is probably about the same thing. Yeah. But I, I, I think he's too injured. I, I think he's, he's going to be a, a wounded animal in a pack. And they're like, Hey, someone gets left behind here. Because you can't rely on him right. on your team, and you can't draft him when you're mixing up teams for other competitions and stuff like that. Like it is affecting him now, and if he's that injured, he's going to be a wounded. So that's where I go, Brandon or Danny. I think Danny is playing a really, really strong game. I, I do too. I worry it's too strong. I worry it's too good. Um, and I just don't know. I, I just we have to check in with Carolyn because when we're Carolyn is just such a fascinating person to watch. Yes. And when I was watching with my kids, I was like, she seems like the kind of person who. I, I like, look, I don't get a lot of things right. Okay. I'm usually typically wrong. Like last year. Um, like I, I said, the guy who ended up winning was probably going to get voted out first. So I'm just, I'm wrong a lot. Okay. So this isn't me bragging. I just said, Carolyn seems like the kind of person who makes pterodactyl noises when she gets frustrated. That was just a thing that I said. And then we jump right into a challenge where all she does is make pterodactyl noises the whole time. And I just was like, wow, I'm a little freaked out by that. You know, she is controlling stuff though. She is putting her influence on the game. A lot. She really is. <laughs> Remember when we God wouldn't bless. give Gabler any credit? Cause we were like, okay. But then in his speech at the end, he was like, I did this and I did. And they were like, no, you didn't. And he was like, well, I was involved in all of that. It's like, oh crap. So is Carolyn. There's just, listen, there's no way. There's two people that are not going to win survivor this season uh-huh. i will take that swing this year and those two people are carolyn it's just not going to happen and kane kane is not winning survivor kane is gonna look back at this and be like the dedicated uh sequence to my live action role play sword play um montage is is an insurmountable social aspect for me i just you, can't you, get over that i don't think you're correct i think that's going to be the highlight I got like, that. I, just, I got that on CBS. I got that on broadcast television. When he uh, jumped, got the key, swam, and couldn't make it over the bounce beam, and then collapsed as if he had run a thirty-five mile uh, race, I, I, I was like, "This is not great. This is not a great look for you, Kane." Uh, but I, I, you could talk me into Carolyn winning. Honestly, if if Gabler can win, Carolyn can win. I think. She but that's why this season's so good because Gabler won. Um, okay, well, well, we'll continue checking back in with Survivor. Um, let's go ahead and wrap up here on this episode and go cameo close to the pin. As a reminder, Jason was a, a force of nature and uh, uh, basically uh, one hit me, almost perfect gamed me. Um, so I have to, uh, I've got to redeem myself here. Um, I thought in honor of our Mighty Morphin Power Rangers conversation, we could do uh, the actress who plays Rita Repulsa. Uh, her name is Barbara Goodson, according to IMDb. Uh And I did locate her on cameo. Uh, so Barbara Benson is her camera of choice. I'm ready. I've got my number. Mine is uh, 51. Oh, I'm 50. Oh, 50? See, I, 500. I was thinking 49 or 51. 49 or 51. So I'm a, I'll, I'll do 51 in the thousand okay. um, for the business price. I think she's worth more for the record, but of course she is 60. Dang it. She is $60 and there's no business price. So no win there. You can message her for $20 though. No point for me on the board, on the board, baby, man, that, that, that was a hairpin. Cause I was really close to going 49. 
Um, okay. Well, that's going to do it for this episode of the Over Under Achievers. Before you go, remember, follow the show on Twitter at OU Achievers and on Instagram at Over Under Achievers. Also, if you want to spread the word, you can do so by leaving a five-star rating and review or by sharing the show with a friend, telling people you know that you love this podcast and our show is the best way to help it grow. As always, I'm Knox. He's Jason. We'll see you next time. Bad, 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 bad.